God bless you, and shalom. This is the All About the Kingdom podcast with your host, evangelist and teacher, Lori Baker. We are dedicated to strengthening the believer with kingdom-focused biblical applications to live by. Our heart's desire is to lead someone to eternal life for those who have not yet accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. We pray that this message today will both edify and bless you. And now we're going into the message that is now in progress. So the old us died. We used to, the things that we used to do, the way we used to curse, we don't curse anymore. The way we used to hate people, we don't hate them anymore. Whatever it was you did or you didn't do, you have a new life. You have been reconciled back to to Christ, I mean, back to God, so that now you can be, we can be partakers of eternal life. This is why Jesus came, that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. So we are buried with him in baptism, wherein also, get this, you are also risen with him. See, Jesus was resurrected. So how do we be risen with Christ Jesus? It says through the faith of the operation of God who have raised him from the dead. We have to believe that we uh, have already been resurrected with him. So we are new creatures. Verse 13 says, and you, me, being dead in your sins. Going back before Jesus came. And the uncircumcision of your flesh, we still had on that filthy garment. We had that filthy way. We had that filthy mind. Hath he quickened together with him? Has he made to come alive? Once we die, once we die of our old self, God quickens us. Hallelujah with the Holy Ghost, together with him. So we are resurrected with him. That not only did Jesus get up with all power, but we received that same power. So he said, we're quickened together with him, having forgiven you of all your trespasses. Isn't that beautiful? We get a good conscience. It don't matter. What happened in that old body, that's not not us no more. God gave us a new mind. He gave us a new body. 
And so Satan keeps trying to contaminate us by that sin nature. Yet we've been risen with Christ. Now let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 11. It says, but if, if the spirit, and this the word spirit here is capital S, and it's signifying the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, but see, the thing is, we have to allow it to dwell in us. We can't push it out by walking after our flesh nature, the old nature. I put it like that. Not the new nature, but the old sin nature that is always present. As I read earlier, when I thought to do good, evil was always present. And so that's not the new body, that's the, not the new me, but that's the always evil present, present. So he says, but if the spirit of him, the Holy Spirit, that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. See, we have to, uh, we have to welcome the Holy Spirit. We have to talk to it. We have to allow it to dwell in us. Hallelujah. To rule in us. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall do what? Also quicken our mortal bodies by his spirit, the Holy Spirit that dwells in us. In other words, the mortality that we're subject to die because in the beginning, man could not die. But once we receive Jesus Christ and become a new creature, God has appointed a time for our bodies to be glorified. And we can receive not mortal, but immortality to live forever. So Matthew chapter 5, 29 says, but if, and if thy right eye offend you, pluck it out. And cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee, for you, that one of your members should perish, and not that the whole body should be cast into hell. So are you doing things that's going to take you to hell? Get rid of them. Get rid of them. You don't need them. If you can't, if it's not transferable into the kingdom, it doesn't matter. If it's a person or, it's a, or if it's a thing, get rid of it. First Thessalonians chapter four, verse 13 through 17. I believe I'm helping somebody. I believe I'm, I believe I'm, I'm, I'm helping someone today. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, people that are already dead, that you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. Tell somebody, I have hope. Tell yourself, I have hope. Job said, I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to see him for myself. Job says what? Even though my, my body, might, my, my skin have worms on it, I might be ate all up with sores, but when, G, when God comes, I'm going to see him for myself. So Thessalonians says, you have hope. 
For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. It's not going to matter. Even if you die, God's still going to bring those that have died before he comes back with him. In other words, Jesus is going to bring them with him. But this I say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. It's going to be some people just walking around. But guess what? You still can't get into heaven even if you're saved. There's got to be a change. For the Lord himself, he's not going to send anyone else, but the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. I wish I had my chauffeur right here. I blew it right here. And the dead in Christ shall, shall rise first. Then we which are, are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. But the scripture declared we shall be changed from mortal to immortality in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. Well, somebody said, well, well, when Jesus come, I just get it right then. Can you get it right by the time you click your eye? No, you can't. So the devil is so deceitful. He said, the day that you hear my voice, don't harden your heart. Now is the acceptable time of salvation. While you have blood running wrong in your vein, while you can say, Lord, forgive me. While you can say, Lord, I believe. While you can say, Lord, I want that new body. I want this new body that you promised me whenever the time comes. I want to be changed. Glory to God. Second Peter chapter 2 verses 9 through 10. And we're almost through. The Lord, check this out. The Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations. I want you to begin to, if you haven't, or if you stopped, begin to speak to the Lord. Speak to God through Jesus. Tell him all about your troubles. If you're going through a certain issue in your and uh, the enemy has presented a certain temptation that is uh, that is your tempt that is the temptation that he would tempt you with. If you don't like strawberry ice cream and someone bring you some honey nut ice cream, that's not going to bother you. You're just like, well, I don't eat that. I don't like it, you know. But if that strawberry comes and it's hot and you thirsty. And your and your and your freezer is empty. You might just eat that strawberry ice cream. So what I'm trying to say, talk to the Lord. And tell him, here I am. We don't need to be. And see, I was told, uh, and I and they didn't just tell me, but I saw so many people being so strong. I didn't even know they had any problems. So. Whenever I had problems, I didn't tell anyone. Uh, well, I told Jesus, but I just, I didn't go to anyone and say, well, I'm, I'm going through this in my flesh, this part of my, I'm having temptations. What do I need to do? Because I felt like, oh, 
They have to be super spiritual to be able to go through something, not knowing that there is an unruly member in the members. That body, soul, and spirit, that body, that that that's the one that's causing the havoc. That's right. Our spirit holy and our soul, we gave it to the Lord. But that body, it's got to be brought into subjection. Um, James said, submit yourself to God. Therefore, submit is some more scriptures before that. Oh, we need to read before it and after. Then it says, resist the devil. And he will flee from you. But how do you resist him? By keeping your eye focused on Jesus. By keeping your mind, your eye single, by keeping your eye on the light, by fasting, by praying, by reading the word of God, by turning away from ungodliness. You don't need to hear everything. You know, even if they in the church and they, they, they're not speaking the things of God, you don't need to hear that. Because it gets down in your soul and then it transfers into your body and you wonder, well, what's going on with me? I'm feeling mad. What did you look at? You know, was everybody killing up everyone in the, in the movie? How does that help your soul? And I'm not trying to control you, but I'm just trying to say the thing that may be not good for you may be all right for someone else. So when you know that there's a weakness, this is the thing you focus on. And you focus on that through the scriptures. And if you don't know that, just email me. Go to my website, www.greatoutpouring.today. Let me see if I can find it and pop it up here. Go to, go to my website. And if you've uh, given your life to Jesus and you, they're just questions, go to your pastor. That's, that's the first thing. Go to your pastor. Let them know um, that, you, that you're having an issue. But my website should pop up in a minute. There it is. Greatoutpouring.today. And um, so... But God knows we don't know how to deliver ourselves totally out of temptation. But the scripture, 2 Peter 2, 9 through 10 says, the Lord knows how to deliver the, the godly out of temptations. So don't be so hard on yourself. So if, 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 if you were not going to have temptations because you, got, you received the Holy Ghost, then what would this scripture be here for? Daniel chapter 12, 1 through 2. We're almost through with the word. Um, Daniel chapter 12, verse 1 through 2. And at that time, Michael, at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which stands for the children of thy people. And there should be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to the same time and at that time thy people shall be delivered come on he said thy people shall be delivered how many everyone 
that shall be found written in the book. That's important. You have to make sure that your name is written in the book of life. And many of them that sleep in the dust, many that has already died, shall awake. We're talking about a resurrection. We're talking about those people that died in faith years, thousands of years ago. Peter and Paul and great-great-grandparents and that were saved and sanctified and filled, God, filled with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Hallelujah. A great crowd of witnesses. He says, many of them that sleep in the dust, in the earth, in the grave, shall awake. Listen, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. So in other words, he's saying that you have a choice. You can have everlasting life or you can have everlasting contempt. And the scripture declared in Revelation, whoever name was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire with the devil and his angels. And then God said in his word, he said, that hell was not made for man. God created a place for us. Did not, did not I say, Jesus said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. But, but it's up to us to accept. And so, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and 50, and this is what I was saying that we, even though we have the Holy Ghost, we can't enter into the kingdom except something happens. Uh, there's got to be a change. We're going to have to move from this old house. We're getting things cleaned out. We're throwing away that old pocketbook. We're, we're throwing away uh, those shoes that, that have turned up and you can't wear them. You know, you're getting that junk out your house. You're cleaning out the, the closets because that, that house need to be, you know, you, you're going to leave it, but you got to go to a new house. That he said, I've already prepared this. You're going to be redeemed, but you, you got to be clean. He said, not a spot or a blemish or wrinkle or any such thing. And there's nothing can, you can be the best iron person that can iron in the world. There's still going to be wrinkles. But you know what? Can wash our sins away. You know what can get out the wrinkles? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. So 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 50 said, now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. What is this broadcast? All about the kingdom. God, Jesus said, when you go preach, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So he says, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither does corruption inherit incorruption. So in other words, this body has to be changed. And what's going to change it? The spirit of God that's in us, the Holy Ghost, if we allow it to dwell in us. And some, some, I could see some of us getting that broom 
and sweeping that old foolishness out of our spirit. Amen. Somebody's going to be better after this. Luke chapter 22, verse 19. And I heard in my spirit as I was laying on the floor praying this evening before I got into the, the broadcast, I heard this. The great transfer takes place in the body. The great transfer takes place in the body. So what am I saying? We're in this body, soul and spirit. But how do we transfer into the new? How do we get to take advantage of this new opportunity? We have Jesus Christ. We have accepted him. Let's go to Luke 22 verse 19. And we're, we're really at the end of this teaching. And we're talking about Jesus before he was crucified. And the word says, and he took bread and he gave thanks and break it and gave it unto them saying, take, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. So Jesus is saying, I gave my body for you. Okay. So how do we utilize what he gave? How do we get into the kingdom? Hebrews chapter 10. I'm just going to give you a scripture five through 10. It says, um, but we're we're not going to go 5 through 10. We're going to start at 8, but you might want to make a note. Verse 8, it says, above, talking about the prior scriptures, when he said sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offerings for sin, you would not. You neither had pleasure them therein, which are offered by the law, which are offered by the flesh. You know how people do things uh, it's, it's with motives or do things um, that uh, doesn't gender holiness with the wrong intent? He said those things, when people had to go through these different customs of offering up every time, every once a year, uh, they would go in and offer up sacrifices, blood sacrifices of animals or bulls heifers and goats and you know a, a, a goat never lied they can't lie they can't commit adultery you know they can't do any of those sins they can't hate but yet and still these animals were taken because they were actually innocent of deeds done in the body so god says what that's not that's not getting the job done. So God and Jesus had this conversation. And in the beginning, the word of God said, before the foundation of the earth, the lamb was slain. It was already in the mind of God before the foundation of the, before he ever said, let there be light. So then said he, talking about Jesus, 
Lo, in other words, here I am. I come to do thy will, O God. He takes away the first. He took away all of those animals, those poor animals that never, ever did anything. Never, ever did anything. He said, I took that away. Why? That I may establish the second covenant. That I may establish the second. By the which will we are sanctified. Listen, get this. This is the way we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Now I understood, and I'm going to say the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost spoke to my mind. The great transfer takes place in the body. So through the body of Jesus Christ, we become sanctified. We accept his body. We take, we become partakers. Every time we do the communion uh, or the Passover, we become, we, we, we do this in remembrance as a memorial that we became partakers of his body. And we are sanctified. We are transferred from the kingdom of darkness. Somebody said kingdom. Into the kingdom of his dear son. So we can't transfer from mortal to immortality with a mortal body. With a corrupted body. But this mortality must put on immortality. Glory to God. Glory to God. Must put on the glorified body. And so 1 John 3 and 2 says, Beloved, in other words, dearly, beloved, now are you the sons of God. Not before. But you're the sons of God now. And guess what? It does not yet appear. Somebody ought to just clap your hands. What we shall be. We don't even know. We don't, you, we don't have a clue. But we know this. When he shall appear. When the son of God shall appear. When Jesus return, we shall be like him. What are we talking about? If he has a dimple, we'll have a dimple? No. He's talking about our, our makeup, our body, our spiritual body, the glorified body that we're going to have. We're going to be just like him. And as Job said, for we shall see him as he is. We're going to see the spirit the God of God. We're going to see the, 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 the holy of holy. We're going to be able to see him because we will become one with him. Glory to God. I'm getting blessed right now. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians. For we that are in this tabernacle, this body, do groan being burdened, trials, problems, sickness, pain, 
disappointed. Sometimes. Distress. Hallelujah. Not in distress. Perplexed. Hallelujah, Jesus. He said, in this tabernacle, we groan. Why are we groaning? Not for that we would be unclothed. We don't want, uh, we don't want what God, the Holy Ghost that is on us to, to, for God to take that from us. But we want to be clothed upon what? That mortality might be swallowed up. That every deed that we have had to uh, uh, fight, all of that fighting between the body, the soul, and the spirit is going to be swallowed up of life eternal. Last scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. For he have made him, God made him, who is him? Jesus, to be what? Sin for us who knew no sin. Jesus knew no sin. Just like the bull, the heifer, the goat. They didn't know any sin, but Jesus became the substitute once and for all, that we might be what? Made the righteousness of God. We're in him. Oh, glory. Somebody ought to just give Jesus glory right now. Somebody ought to just give Jesus some glory right now. Hallelujah. 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 I pray that you were blessed today by the message and Make sure that you click the follow button for upcoming messages and also events that we will be having. Would you please remember the persecuted church, pray for Israel and the nation that we are in, the United States and the body of Christ globally. Also, if you would share this message with someone and remember, to visit the website at greatoutpouring.today. The website is Great Outpouring Today. It's my prayer that you will have a blessed and wonderful day today. God bless you. Until the next time.